For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Eber. It is great to be with you this January the 30th, 2020. I want to wish everyone a very happy National Croissant Day today. That's right, the lovely, buttery, flaky crescent of goodness there for you. A little butter melting into it, a little jam, some cheese, nothing quite as delicious as a lovely croissant. Uh, anyway, it is National Croissant Day today, so uh, celebrate. Anyway, we've got a lot of sports to get you today. Coming up, we're going to have Al Ninos, the special one we like to call him, with our Premier League picks. You thought that was Jose Mourinho, but you're wrong. It's our very own Al Ninos. Leicester City, Chelsea, Bournemouth Villa, United, Wolves. Oh, I know, we're going to talk United again. Awful. And then College Basketball Thursday with Craig El Huapo Trap. Minnesota, Illinois, Iowa, Maryland, Arizona, Washington, and Oregon, Cal. And then we will uh, top it all off with a healthy dose of some NBA goodness with Joe the Duffman Duffy. Charlotte, Washington, Toronto, Cleveland, Philly, Atla uh, Philly, Atlanta, and Utah, Denver. Those are the games we're going to talk about today. If there's not a game on there that you were planning on betting on, you can always go to our website at picksandparlays.net. I'm pretty sure you'll find an analysis and a pick for it right there. Again, lots of free picks. And our expert picks are there waiting for you as well. And right now, in celebration of this weekend's Super Bowl, we're going to give you 15% off. Use promo code SUPER, as in Super Bowl, not as in Super Salad. Maybe you should have both. I don't know. But we've got a lot to get to. It's going to be fun. By the way, I love this one because we get to do Premier League with Al Ninos. I love the Premier League. And if you love the Premier League, be sure to catch me on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, every day, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we get to talk the beautiful game for an hour every day. All right, enough from me. I'm sure I've blabbed enough this opening segment. Uh, let me step aside, gather my notes together, and we'll be right back with Al Ninos right here on Picks and Parlays. All right, welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. By the way, if you're listening to us on the radio and you hear me referring to things on the screen, you might figure out that we are live streaming this with video as well, which indeed we are, and you can find that. All you have to do is go to YouTube, Facebook, and or Twitter, and or all of the above, and search for Picks and Parlays or Parlay Radio, and you will find us there. And you can find me on Twitter as well, right there, if you're watching us. Just uh, go to me. It's uh, Nick Eber. That's simple. At Nick Eber. N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. All right, let's get to some Premier League action. So we've had a nice midweek game. Liverpool getting a 2-0 win away 
against uh, West Ham United. But uh, we do have some matches this weekend, which we have curated some special picks for you. Welcome to the show, my good friend. You know, you might think Jose Mourinho is a special one, but we have our own one right here. Al, special one, Ninos, joins us to talk a little Premier League football. Al, how are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. Unfortunately, uh, dealing uh, with the passing uh, of another special one, Kobe. Uh, That's still, right. Still, uh, still uh, getting over that. Not quite over it yet. But yeah, it's a well, pretty tough me, loss for us Lakers fans. Let me dollop on a healthy helping of Premier League football for you to make you feel just a bit better, Al. Uh, why don't we start? Uh, let's, I tell you what, why don't we start with the one game that I swore we wouldn't do anymore on this show? Uh, but I looked at the lines on this, and I looked at this matchup, and, and I thought, oh, you know, it's, it's that old Trafford. It's Man United. This is probably the most unreliable team from a betting perspective you could possibly find right now. They're playing Wolverhampton Wanderers. United dropped the last two in a row in the Premier League. That was to Liverpool, which was no surprise. But then to Burnley, which certainly was a surprise. <laughs> they did finally beat a tight team from Merseyside, though. So don't worry about that. Everyone's feeling good at Old Trafford. You know that, right? Nope, they beat Tranmere Rovers 6-0. 6-0 uh, in uh, the FA Cup fourth round. That's the first uh, League One side, by the way. Uh, Marcus Rashford still out for United. And look, I think it's too early for their brand new signing, Bruno Fernandes, to play this weekend. Although, who knows? They're in such dire straits, they may chuck him out there. But he won't be, he will certainly won't be tuned to the Premier League speed. And Wolverhampton Wanderers, they're coming off that 2 1 narrow loss to Liverpool, where, quite honestly, I thought they were spectacular. I thought this team gave Liverpool the biggest fight Liverpool have had all season. Um, they play some of the best fo fast counter attacking football in the league other than, say, Liverpool. Look, they've got like, guys like Adama Troyore and Raul Jimenez, who's you know a true number nine, one of the few no true number nines in the league. Uh, I, I happen to love this Wolves team, and I think they're going to put a beat down on United at Old Trafford. That's why I'm going to take the money line on this, on this bugger, plus 247. All right, Al, you're up. Yeah, um, I, uh, I think it's going to be a bit closer to that. Yeah, Manchester United, definitely a very inconsistent team, but they're still uh, right outside that uh, top four we talked about, you know, trying to make the um, the Champions League. Uh, they're quite a bit behind, but they could still make it. Um, and, um, yeah, Wolves, as you said, they they had, they were in great form, winning a bunch of games, so they cooled off a bit. They had a great game against Liverpool, but, uh, again, that's tough, uh, tough to win against Liverpool. So no surprise with that result there. Um, my pick here is uh, I'm going to take um, Manchester to keep it close at home, and I'm taking the draw at plus 230. All right, you're going to take the draw. I'm going to take Wolves. So there you go. Let's move on. Next one, Bournemouth, Aston Villa. This is at the Vitality. This is basically a relegation battle. Villa not quite in the relegation zone in 16th. Bournemouth certainly are at 18th. And look, I thought Bournemouth 3-1 win at home versus Brighton. Probably saved Eddie Howe's job at least for a few minutes. Uh, this team's still awful. Uh, look, since November, 13 games, this team's gone 3-1-9, and nine, and they've only sco scored eight goals. I mean, the fact that they, they beat Brighton was, was a shocker to me. And then for Aston Villa, actually, they've been in decent form since Christmas. They're 3-1-2 and two in the last six games. They beat Watford at Villa Park last weekend. They had a good draw versus Brighton. But look, they can score goals. I mean, not a ton of goals, but they're scoring more goals than Bournemouth. 
I like this Villa side. I think they're on a bit of a roll right now, which is why I'm going to do an Al Nino's on you here. I'm going to take Villa plus a half at minus 133. How do you like that pick, Al? Uh, that's, uh, that's an interesting pick. I also see them at a pick him at plus 162. Uh, but the way, again, I just think uh, the home side, I know it's an, it's an awful, I mean, this game is the exact opposite. This is, yeah, we talked about trying to make it into the Champions League. Now we're talking about trying to stay in the Premier League. And uh, again, I think the home side, uh, I don't know. I think we were looking at some close games, and I think uh, we might have another. We get a lot of value here on the draw at plus uh, 267. You're going to go with the draw. Draw is not a bad choice yeah. on this one. Uh, what did you say the pick'em was? I might change mine. Well, you said the, four, and the, the pick'em was at plus 162. For I looked for a pick'em. I couldn't find one. It was plus 162? Yeah. I take a pick'em at plus 162. Plus money on a pick'em. Are you serious? Oh, but you're going plus yeah. money on Bournemouth for the pick'em. What's the plus? No, money? I'm going a draw. Oh, you're going a draw. Oh, oh, okay, I, I got yeah. it. All right. Okay. Um, next up in the last game, Leicester City versus Chelsea. Uh, this one is at the King Power. This is Brendan Rodgers against Frank Lampard. And look, things have been a bit rocky for Leicester City since, say, mid-December. Uh, they had those back-to-back -back losses to Man City, Liverpool, which and Liverpool, which completely understandable. But then they have two bounce-back wins, but then they drop two games to Burnley and Southampton. I mean, it's a little bit strange. They come back with the win against West Ham, but look, you're seeing the effects of a long season on a squad that's not that deep. They've had a couple of injuries here and there, and, and I just think that the length of the season and the pressure now coming up in the likes of Man City, who leapfrogged them into second place, and obviously Chelsea uh, below them is, uh, is, is pushing on them. But for Chelsea, you know, they're a bit all over the place. They've got a six-point cushion in fourth place. You mentioned Man United. They're in fifth place. Hello, Fernando Ramirez writes to us on, uh, on uh, Facebook. Uh, Chelsea. What's up, Fernando? They had a nice little run going. But, you know, they have been all over the place. They lost to Newcastle away. They drew Arsenal away, um, which is why I'm actually going to go with the home team for the win here. I'm going to say Leicester City 2-1. Take the money line plus 164, and I like this as a 2-1 score line, which means take the over. It's two and three quarters at minus 129. Those are my picks, Al. How do you see this one? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I see another close game here. Uh, yeah, it's a same well, two ones a close game, today. Al. That's what I said. That's as close yeah, yeah, as you can uh, get. It's, it's close. It's close. Uh, and uh, you said you went with Leicester there, huh? Again, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going with the draw again. And I think all these games, uh, the most value I see is on the draw. I think they're all close games. And, and uh, they could, uh, I mean, for all of them to end in the draw is, is, uh, is pretty tough. But, uh, but I think that's where the value is. And I think they could actually. Uh, that's definitely my favorite pick. Uh, I would agree with you, though, if I had to pick a side on the first two. The last one, I don't know. I'm not so sure about uh, Leicester. Yeah, maybe I would agree with you. I'd you probably take him out of pick him, though, at minus 112 if I had to. But I like my draws first, and then I would agree with you on the side, so if I had to pick Yeah, but, I mean, Leicester's at the King Power. You know, they're a pretty strong team at the King Power. Uh, Chelsea, a little iffy on the road. Um, you know, they did drop those two games away. If you remember, I mentioned that. That was Newcastle United, and uh, uh, the draw against Arsenal was at the uh, Emirates. So St. James's Park and the Emirates, when they are away. Uh, this one is at King Power, and I don't think Chelsea are at that best when they're on the road. So um, that's just my humble, humble analysis uh, special one.
You know, you're going to have to, yeah, have to fight Jose Mourinho for that because that's what I'm going to call you from now. You're going to be Al Special hey, One Nino. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, it doesn't sound too bad. Uh, but, um, yeah, he's definitely deserved his title too. Uh, I'm not trying to take anything away from him, that's for sure. But, um, anyways, yeah, definitely like my draws for these picks and uh, would agree with you on the sides that I've picked. All right, maybe next week, Al, we'll look at some more Premier League, but but also maybe we'll look at some of the current mid-season or uh, run-in season prop bets, like will Liverpool drop a game this season? Will they lose another game this season? Uh, will they beat Arsenal Invincible? Invincible's record? We'll pull up some of those props and take a look, have a little fun with it. Al, always a pleasure. Chat to you soon. Have a great weekend, and I know you're uh, going to cry that you didn't go with my picks, but that's okay. All right, Al, thanks a lot. <laughs> Cheers. All right, coming up next All on right. the show, College Basketball Thursday. I'm going to be joined by Craig Trapp. And I believe that's what we're going to do. <laughs> so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we're with you each and every weekday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific. Also streaming live audio on iHeartRadio and TuneIn and live video on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We'd love to hear from you during the show. All you have to do is go to any one of those social media outlets and type your comment in the comments section, and we'll see it here in studio, and our intrepid production team will put it up on the screen, and we will endeavor to respond to it during the show. Make you a part of it. We're going to make you famous, let's be honest. And uh, you can even say rude things to us, and we'll talk about it as well. All right, let's get to some college basketball. Joining me on the show, El Huapo, Craig Trapp. How you doing, Craig? Exciting, of course. Super Bowl week, but... College basketball is always one of the bigger weeks for college basketball because as the, of course, NFL season winds down, we start to see college basketball ramp up. March Madness is just uh, five weeks away. It is. The madness is about upon us. And uh, we have a fair number of college basketball games to get to. None of them, I might add, include the Toronto Raptors. So let's put that one aside for later. <laughs> well, if they did play the college basketball, I'm guessing they would win most of them. You think? Well, they're winning yeah. most of the NBA games, yeah, so why won. wouldn't they? It All won. right. Okay. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's start the Pac-12, shall we, where the Oregon is at Cal. Uh, the Ducks, 17-4, and 13-8 and eight against the spread. They're 8-2 and two in the last 10 on a three-game winning streak, including wins against Washington, the Lori Laughlins, and UCLA. That must be a mistake on that last one. They're 3-2 and two straight up and against the spread away from home, 6-2 and two in conference. Their total has gone over in 11 of the last 15. And the Golden Bears of Cal, Berkeley, 9-10, 7-12 against the spread. Uh, four and six. They're too busy smoking weed in Ho Chi Minh Square there <laughs> and uh, having sit-ins. I don't know. Four and six of the last 10. If Chip Chimurimbus were here, he would know what I was talking about. Win against Stanford, snapped a two-game losing streak. 9-2 and two straight up, 7-4 and four against the spread at home, 3-3 three and three in conference. They've gone under and four of the last six, uh, and they are going to get whacked by Oregon, who are 11-point road favorites with a total of 130. Double digits, though. Uh, in conference, double digits on the road is just not something you make a whole lot of money as a handicapper, as a better. I, I just think when you look at Oregon, yes, they're clearly the better team. I think, uh, you know, maybe have one of the best um, built backcourts as for uh, guard play for the NCAA tournament. I love them. Last year, took them really deep in the tournament. I think it'll take them deep in the tournament. But that doesn't mean you can win double digits on the road and cover consistently. I know, yes, they won double digits against UCLA, but that was at home. Uh, they did well against USC. They won in overtime. That was at home. 
when they were at Washington, they had to go to overtime to beat what, a not very good Washington team. The time before that, they lost at Washington State. Washington State's not that good. I just think on the road, you have to take the double digits. Give me the 11 points here uh, with Cal. I, I know Cal's not very good, but uh, they at least did beat Stanford last time out. And, you know, Stanford's yeah, but that was on the back of a two-game losing streak. I get it. I mean, but those two losses were on the road. At your story, I still think those ducks are going to pull down 12, their, though. their bare pants and spank their body. Oh, well, they could still win by eight. And no, I know, but it's going to be. I, I, I well, you, you're, you're the expert, Greg. I'm just I saying will, that the Pac-12. You look at the road. The road uh, teams don't win a whole lot and cover them on double digits. Right. Okay. Well, fair enough. All right, and and actually, Gomez. I mean, the record isn't all that bad. It's nine and ten. It's not like it's you know some of the other ones we've seen. Well, but I mean, it's not great. When you consider the the Patsies they play in the preseason, it's actually pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Like USC. Okay. Well, like most teams. All right. Okay. uh, Let's go. Next up, the Wildcats against the Huskies. Uh, The Wildcats of Arizona, thirteen and six, uh, ten and nine against the spread. They're four and six in the last ten. They did lose sixty-five, sixty-six to Arizona State. Uh, they're own four straight up, one and three against the spread on the road. That's not good. They're three and three in conference. All their wins have come on the all their losses there, I think, have come on the road in conference. Uh, Chase Jeter is doubtful with a back injury. They're eight and two straight up in the last ten games uh, against Washington. And the Huskies, twelve and nine, nine and twelve against the spread. They're three and seven in the last ten, Craig. They have been stinking it up. They had an easy early season schedule. Yeah. It's getting a little tougher now. They're on a three-game losing streak with consecutive losses to Oregon, Utah, and Colorado. Nine and three straight up, six and six against the spread at home. It's hard to look at that record and just know the easy teams they played earlier and sort of take much from it. They're two and six in conference, which really is not good. Uh, they've gone under in seven of the last eight, which is no surprise. I am surprised that the Wildcats are only three and a half point road favorites here with a well, total of 135. They've lost their last three road games. That's Okay. Arizona's losing all three road games. They did cover that one by half a point against Oregon in overtime. But when you when you are that poor on the road and then you're the favorite, I mean, it's kind of that kind yeah, of... Yeah, this is not two great teams, let's be honest. Well, I think Arizona is a good team. It's just they're so young, and young teams don't do well on the road, especially in the Pac-12. We just talked about, um, you know, uh, the, the last with Cal, the Cal game that you just don't lay... You know, teams just don't win in the Pac-12 on the road consistently. That's just not what I mean, you're telling me... The strip clubs in Washington are not as good as the ones in Arizona. I wow, mean, come I on. That, I mean, I'm sure for them it makes no difference. Sean Miller has done a great job recruiting, but they're young. And I think Arizona, I could see Arizona winning this game by a point or two and not covering. So give yeah. me the underdogs here. Uh, Washington Huskies, I think, uh, you know, they almost beat Oregon uh, a few games back, lost in overtime. I think, uh, I, I think. Arizona. Right. Right. Cover here, Counterintuitive, so. two in a row. Like it. It's good. <laughs> I li- no, I like it. It's good. That's, uh, you know, it's that, that wacky left handed thinking. But it's good, really, Greg. Seriously. I am in Vegas, so maybe I was partaking. <laughs> By the way, I'm not the handicapper. I'm the host. He is. So <laughs> listen to him. I'm just giving him a hard time. Okay. Iowa at Maryland. The Hawkeyes, 15 and 5, uh, 12, 6 and 2 against the spread. They're 8 and 2 in the last 10. Uh, they're on a five-game win streak, six-point win over Wisconsin in the, was the last result. They're three and two straight up against the spread, uh, straight up and against the spread on the road. They're six and three in conference. They've gone under an eight of the last eleven, and the Terrapins, sixteen and four, a couple of very similar records with these two teams, yeah. uh, eleven and nine against the spread. They're six and four in the last ten, though they're on it, but they are also on a three-game win streak. Beat India, Indy, the last outing. Uh, 11 and 0 straight up. They are perfect at home. 7 and 4 against the spread, and they're 6 and 3 in conference as well. 
Uh, someone will not be six and three in conference uh, at the end of this. <laughs> Under yeah. in five of the last seven, someone will be uh, seven and three, and someone will be six and four. Uh, home team has done in the Big Ten have been really, really good this year. Is that why they're five and a half point favorites, Maryland? Yes, yeah. I, I would say you know neutral floor. I would say Iowa might even you know. Oh, this is a neutral floor, isn't it? No, it's not. No, no, no it's no. at Maryland. No, it's at Maryland. Yes. But if it was neutral floor, I would say Iowa might even be a one point favorite. That's how big I think home court advantage has been in the Big Ten this year. I think you almost have to you know when you look at the Big Ten this year, you have to give the home teams even at the you know favored like this five and a half six points. I think you have to give them the nod in most cases, um, and I think that's the case here. I like this Iowa team. They've been very good for me uh, against the spread, 12-5-3 and three against the spread overall. And Maryland hasn't been great, especially on the road, but they're at home this week. Yeah, so yeah. let's take rock, Maryland. Rock solid at home. I think they, they're way more talented at home. They play on both sides of the court at home. When they're on the road, they just don't play great defense. So give me Maryland. Let's lay the big number here, 5.5. I think it's going to be a good game. This okay, so at home they play quality defense. Uh, how's Iowa's offense on the road? I think Iowa's a way better road team than obviously Maryland is, but they haven't necessarily played the competition yet. Right. Maryland. You know, so sometimes it's the scheduling, and now they're getting into the tougher. So schedule. do you think one forty-five and a half is a little high then? It seems just a bit high. I, I would imagine both defenses uh, will will probably. I don't see either team getting to seventy-five in this one. So I think it's the you know low seventies, a high sixties type game. So I would say if I was gonna play a total, I definitely would be on the under in this one. Okay, so we'll take the under and take Maryland. Maryland is a better play. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, Minnesota at Illinois. The Golden Gophers eleven nine, twelve seven and one against the spread. They're six and four in the last ten, coming off a fifty-two seventy loss to Michigan State. Uh, one and six straight up and three three and one against the spread on the road. Not good. Five and five in conference. Their total's gone under and four of the last six. And the fighting Illini. Is that like the fighting alumni? Is this what they do? Is it like fight club for people that graduate from Illinois? I, I don't know. Anyway, fifteen and five, ten, eight at one against the spread. Eight and two in the last ten. They're on a six game win streak, though. They're eleven and one straight up at home. <laughs> the five, five and one against the spread at home. Seven and two in conference, and I got to ask you about this one, Craig. Alan Griffin though won't play as he was ejected in the win against Michigan State. Total's gone under an eight of the last twelve. Why are they only four and a half point favorites at home? I even see it at five in some spots, but I, I was surprised. I thought this yeah. would be a little higher. Um, I will say Minnesota's win at Ohio State was impressive, but you know Ohio State is is really uh, on a downward trend right now. So I don't know if you get that credit that you would have gotten by beating Ohio State right. early in the year. To me, I think you have to play Illinois in this spot. I just think they're they're really playing well right now. Um, I, I thought the win at, well, I think it was at Michigan, the last second shot at Michigan was very impressive. Uh, winning at Purdue by 17 points. Purdue, winning at Purdue is never easy any year. Great, this isn't that same Purdue team as last year, but they're still pretty good at home. Um, you know, and, and they won beat Rutgers. Rutgers was pretty hot, so I, I, I like this Illinois team. They're, they're the much hotter team. When you look at the overall against the spread record, it's not good, but that was mostly early in the year for Illinois. Since then, they've been really good. Covered against the spread at Michigan. Covered against the spread at Purdue. Didn't cover at home against Northwestern or Rutgers, but they did cover at Wisconsin So uh, and um, Purdue. So they're 4-2 and two in their last six mm. against the spread. Give me Illinois minus 5.5. I even see it at minus 6. No, really? I, I, it's getting wider, which is yeah. about right, actually. I think so. I think, I think this could end up at 6.5, and, and I still would like Illinois. They're just playing way better basketball right now. Probably... Um, outside of Michigan State, the hottest team in the Big Ten. All right, Craig Trapp, what do we got to pick some parlays for our listeners and viewers? Well, we got that promo code right now. We got a lot of the Super Bowl bets up. Of course, uh, packages, subscriptions, twenty or fifteen percent off. Use the promo code Super.
super for 15% off. You can find Craig's picks there and you can find Al, the special one, Ninos. And coming up after the break, you'll see Joe Duffy, the Duffman. You'll find his picks there as well. All right, I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back for some NBA action with Joe Duffy. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. By the way, at the end of this show, our podcast will be available for you at the Believe Podcast Network. Be sure to check it out if you want to download it to your phone or just the ether in general and listen to it while you're working out, driving. You can listen to it while you're working out. It's like sweating with the oldies. I would be the oldie. You could do the sweating. By the way, Fernando Ramirez uh, says, Hey, all doing okay. Very saddened by the tragic news that took place on Sunday. It's difficult to wrap ourselves around it. But other than that, he's doing well. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well, Fernando Ramirez. You'll be doing even better with these NBA picks, and you put some splendid dosh into your bank account. Let's uh, join our expert capper, uh, my good friend, his brother. I asked his brother, Sean, to come on again. But he said he's still coping with that very difficult venereal disease that's very tough to crack. So he offered me off his brother instead. So let's welcome Joe Duffy. Joe, how are you? Well, his his ankle bracelet wouldn't enable him to get to my uh, palatial but not overly ostentatious studio. So that's why I got a pinch hit for pinch hit for him for like the third hundred show in a row. All right. Well, good. Glad you're pinch hitting Joe Duffy. Uh, let's get to it, shall we? We're going to do some NBA action. We've got, I don't know, how many games do we have? We have four, right? So let's get to it. Uh, let's start with, I'm trying to think who we got. Uh, Philly's pretty good. Raptors are good. Charlotte, Washington. Uh, best team we got here, then. Let's go with the Raptors, then, for right now, shall we? Uh, the Raptors uh, against the Cavaliers. Uh, good versus bad. Good against evil. Uh, everybody against Craig Trapp. It depends on how you want to look at it, Okay. Uh, let's start with the Raptors, though. 33 and 14, 27 and 20 against the spread. They're 9 and 1 in the last 10. This team is hot. They are on an eight game win streak right now. 16 and 7 straight up, 2 and 11 against the spread on the road. Marcus Sol, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, and Patrick McCaw are out for this game. Uh, their total has gone over in six of the last eight. And the Cavaliers, uh, they are a little Cavalier with their season. Of that, there's no doubt. They are 13 and 35. 20, 26, and 2 against the spread. They're only 2 and 8 in the last 10. The last, uh, they lost the last one to the Pelicans. They're 6 and 18 straight up. 8, 15, and 1 against the spread at home. Uh, Darius Garland is a doubt. Julie Garland is dead. Uh, their total has gone over in 5 of the last 6. Uh, and no surprise, but maybe that it's just, just a double-digit 10-point home favorite, 10-point road favorite for Toronto, 220 and a half. Yeah, everybody against El Guapo, I'll still put my money on El Guapo. Um, yeah, you did mention the Toronto injuries, and they are very consistent with mine. Sometimes, you know, we, we vary our, our sources as far as whether a guy's uh, questionable or probable or whatnot, but we do agree there. But keep in mind, um, OJ Owenby, um, Annenby, he is back for Toronto, a great athletic player. Um, you know, he uh, returns to the lineup, gives him a lot of energy. Um, also, Terrence Davis and Matt Thomas, they're going to get some extra playing time. Toronto's on the front end of a back-to-back -back situation. Now, back in the old days, before I had sophisticated uh, software like this, I would say Toronto, they're probably fat and happy, as you mentioned. They are sizzling, and with the game tomorrow and playing an inferior team, this might be a perfect case where 
Toronto would probably win, but not cover. But no, uh, traditionally teams in this situation do pretty well. Road favorites of eight and a half or more that are on at least an eight game winning streak do not overlook their opponent. They're uh, 50, 26 and two, including even better in the last few years since 2009, 30 and 10. So that's a uh, 75%. You know, my basic math works pretty well. So I don't think, uh, you know, history says Toronto will not overlook Cleveland here, and they're just going to beat the living daylights out of them. So I will lay the big lumber on the road. But again, the NBA, the one sport that I do consistently lay a big number on the road. I don't get caught in biases. You know, I, I don't, I prefer to bet underdogs, but if the computer says, no, don't just blindly bet underdogs, I'm not going to do it. And as I said, the NBA is the one sport where I do a lot of road favorites and such is the case here. All right, uh, let's move along. Next one, the 76ers versus the Hawks. The 76ers, 31 and 17, 21, 26 and one against the spread. Uh, seven and three in the last 10. They're on a two-game winning streak coming off an 11-point win against the Golden State Warriors. Nine and 15 straight up, eight, 15 and one against the spread on the road. Uh, Al Horford, Mike Scott are out of this game. Under is in to the total in seven of the last 10. And the Hawks, 12 and 36, 22 and 26 against the spread. Uh, they're four and six in the last 10. They lost the last game to the Raptors. Uh, seven and 16 straight up, 14 and nine against the spread at home. Alex Len, DeAndre Bembry, and Bruno Fernandez. Uh, uh, Fernando, sorry, Fernandez. It's just the guy that signed for Manchester United. Bruno Fernando plays for the Atlanta Hawks. We'll take the two different ones. Uh, they're all out of this game. Uh, over in seven of the last nine. Uh, 76ers, eight-point road favorites. Total 227. Uh, actually, you know what? As I look at this, this kind of looks about right to me. Yeah, the... Um, my sources are slightly different. I do think there's a chance that both Scott and Horford could play, but yeah, we're pretty pretty much in tune with the other injuries. And with Atlanta's injuries, they're going to go with a much smaller but yet quicker lineup. They play that up-tempo, and it looks like, you know, the Hawks might wind up setting the record for most points given up in a single season. And if this lineup where they are going to be forced to, to even put even harder, um, John Collins will be at center. For the Hawks to even stay in this game, I do think they are going to have to turn it into a track meet. But conversely, because they're going to have a small lineup and Joel Embiid is back now, of course, I do think they're, they're rationing his minutes a little bit. But he's going to have some mismatches on the offensive end. He might be mismatched on the defensive end because he might not be able to keep up uh, speed-wise. But on the offensive end, I just don't think that, you know, with this smallish lineup, anyone's going to be able to, to stop him. And I just think it's going to be a ton of points. And really, for the Hawks this year, 228 isn't all that high of a total. So I think yet another game where the Hawks especially will be involved in a very high-scoring game. You know, they're going to, like I said, it's going to be up-tempo, but I don't think they're going to get a lot of stops on the defensive end. Yeah, you mentioned mismatch a couple of times. I think it's that uh, gender-questionable dancer they have dancing at the Sapphire Room, but I'm not sure. Okay, next up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Sapphire Room is that is that in Atlanta? I can't say I've ever been there. And I, you in know, Atlanta. I used to get around. In well, my, no, my, yes, uh, yes, yeah, it is. Must be. All right, uh, Charlotte, Washington, the Hornets, sixteen and thirty-one, twenty-three, twenty-two, and two against the spread. They're two and eight in the last ten. Although they did beat the Knicks on Tuesday, uh, eighteen and sixteen, eight and sixteen straight up, two eleven and one, twelve eleven and one against the spread on the road. Uh, totals gone under in six of the last seven. Uh, just not very good. Uh, but neither are the Wizards. <laughs> They're three and seven in the last ten. 
They're on a two-game losing streak. They lost to the Bucks by 20 points. 9-11 straight up. 10-10 and against the spread at home. Uh, Garrison Matthews is out on this one, at least. That's what Garrison sent me the text. He said he's not playing. Just want to make sure we stop this discussion here about who's right and who's wrong. Total's gone over in five of the last six. Three and a half point favorites for the Wizards. 227 and a half point total. Um, how's that look? And Jordan McRae will be out for Washington. Um, you know, Charlotte should be a little bit more rested. Washington, this will be their sixth game since the 20th of the month. They're in the same span, just their fourth game for Charlotte. But, you know, as a general rule of thumb, and this kind of holds up in, in every sport, when you have two really bad teams, I used to hear people way back in the day when I got started in this industry, people say, well, you got two terrible teams, take the underdog, right? No, in reality, especially when you got a home favorite, it's a rare chance for a bad team to get a, a home win. And uh, I do have when a, a essentially a very bad team is laying at least three points. Um, they're a very good bet. And in fact, even better when laying three and a half. And it's in fact, I, I didn't transfer the numbers, but I know it's right around above 53% if they're laying at least three and a half and had a winning percentage, I believe it's below 500. And again, it makes perfect sense. Here's a chance for the home team to actually get a, a win. So I do like uh, laying a small number with the very bad Washington Wizards. Yeah. I mean, neither of these teams are lighting it up. So, I mean, that's you know, riskier bets you can make. Well, you know, I'm not so sure about that. Like I said, I, I do think that the marquee games are maybe the most fun to bet, but they're not necessarily the best ones. You do have to win ugly sometimes. And uh, in this case, it is winning ugly. And like I said, it, it's far from one of my better systems, but it does go over a couple thousand games where, like I said, uh, you know, fairly moderately significant favorites that are really bad or, or pretty good plays. So look, whether you got it, whether you win on a marquee game or you win on a very ugly game, the bookmakers still pay. All right. Fernando Ramirez is uh, asking us on Facebook, when are these games we're talking about? These are Thursday's games, Fernando. Great song by I was ABBA. wondering myself. I was going to ask you. By the way, great song by ABBA. Great, great yes. song. Okay. All right. Uh, Utah great Jazz. Think yeah, great Utah Jazz. Denver Nuggets. The Jazz, 32 and 14, 24, 20 and 2 against the spread. They're 8 and 2 in the last 10. They lost to Houston. That snapped a four game win streak for them. They're 14 and 10 straight up, 12, 11 and 1 against the spread on the road. 29 and 7 as a favorite. Interesting. They are favorites here, although narrow ones. Uh, the Denver Nuget, 32 and 15, 21, 23 and 3. They're only 6 and 4 in the last 10, coming off a loss to Memphis. 18 and 6 straight up, and 10, 12 and 2 against the spread at home. The home record is actually not too bad. Uh, Mason Plumley's out for two to four weeks. Uh, they've gone under in 14 of the last 24 home games. Uh, Utah Jazz, one point favorites, 215 and a half total points. And I'm just looking at this, thinking about this right now. Hmm, could this be one where you really should just take the money line on the home team? Um, yeah, I mean, I generally would rather take the smaller juice. In fact, that's one of the things that I advise. When you shop around for the better line, don't just look at the point spread. You want to look at the juice as well. So, no, for the most part, I still like betting on the point spread and, and betting a little bit less juice. But I, I've heard that. I've definitely heard that theory. Um, the Jazz, they're playing the second of back-to-back uh, -back games. Denver, they're playing the first, the front end of back-to-back -back games. 
Now, both of these teams, obviously, these are, I think, the two highest elevation cities in the NBA. So both of these teams are pretty used to the thin air. But Denver's actually done their share of uh, traveling with five of their previous seven on the road and their two home games. They weren't back to back. So they were squeezed in between road games. So they went from the road home and then back on the road again. So I do think, you know, with the with both teams fairly used to this high elevation, but the fact that Denver's really done a little bit more traveling as of late might be, you know, these are fairly evenly matched teams, although I do think Utah is the more talented. I think they're a little bit closer in record than they are in talent. So I will take the Utah Jazz here. All right. Good choice. We've got a couple of minutes left, Mr. Duffy. What else is on your mind? Well, you know, look, everybody's been talking. Um, I know Al Minos and was talking about uh, Kobe, and I think Fernando texted something about him. Yeah, that was that was shocking, and I didn't really realize it until the uh, video had gone viral. The uh, was it the girl girl dad video, and it hit me that when I found out about it, that's exactly what I was doing. I was being a girl dad. I was at my uh, daughter's softball uh, evaluation. So yeah, really, really sad story. Look, Kobe was imperfect. We're all imperfect. But I do think what he was best at was a loving dad. He loved his daughter. And it does, you know, I'm not one who necessarily um, mourns celebrity deaths, but the girl dad part really uh, resonated with me. So, yeah, rest in peace to a, a man who I think really loved his kids. Yeah, he did. Although I have to tell you uh, that I think more of the children that died in this, uh, in this crash than anything else because they did not make the decision take private helicopters everywhere uh you know they went where their parents told them and uh, i just yeah. think that's the, the the devastation to these families is, is is the real tragedy uh the dead sadly are now that and they leave behind uh a trail of sadness for those around them and their families so we do think about them all and their families and it is a sad note uh but uh joe duffy thanks for bringing us down okay thanks <laughs> Well, I was trying. I was trying to say how much I admired him as a girl dad, and it makes me appreciate being a girl dad right. uh, even more. As well, you now you get to go play with your daughter, and we get to go to break. Joe Duffy, thanks a lot. Always a pleasure. Cheers. Be right back to wrap it up. Yes, Picks and parlays. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, Picks and parlays. Right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we're live with you every day, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific. On the radio and also live video on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you miss any of the show immediately concluding it, you can find the podcast at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V Podcast Network. All right, well, we had a lot of free picks, so let's just jump right to it, shall we? In case you missed any of them, we started off with some Premier League picks. I went at it with Al, Special One Ninos. We disagreed on a few. Leicester City, Chelsea, he said, take the draw plus 264. Bournemouth, Aston Villa, take the draw, plus 267. And Red Devils versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, take the draw, plus 230. You're getting a pattern here. Draw, draw, draw. Oh, we had Craig's college basketball picks, but, well, those went away. You have to watch the, go back and watch the rest of the show for that one. All right, uh, Joe's, uh, Joe's NBA picks. Uh, Raptors at Cavs, take the Raptors, minus 10. Hornets at Wizards, take the Wizards, minus 3.5. Uh, 76ers at Hawks takes the over, take the over 228. And the Jazz at the Nuggets take the Jazz plus one and a half. Those are our picks for you. Once again, 
you can find those picks, lots more free picks on the website, picksandparlays.net. And when you're ready, every one of these cappers we've had on here today have their expert picks up there. We've had three on today. We had Chip Chicken Dinner Terimbus in the studio, but he didn't make it on today, so that's four. Have another 31 cappers on the website for you to choose from. We're going to give you 15% off any one of them that you choose, any one of their expert picks. Use promo code SUPER, as in Super Bowl, and load up on the best sporting intelligence your money with a 15% discount can buy. So be sure to use promo code SUPER. All right, that's going to wrap it for me. We'll be back on the air with Chelsea Messenger tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Until then, bet, win, repeat. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.